People of the internet, how do? I'm the FKing guy. This is the FKing show, and it's time to play the world's most infamous end of the world quiz show. Back your bags, we're going on another Armageddon vacation. This week we welcome someone from the wonderful world of wrestling, someone who's broken bones, busted heads, broken hearts and stolen a few souls along the way. Welcome to the show, the beautiful nightmare, Katrina, Katie Lee, Winter, Katie Lee Birchall, Nikita, Katrina Waters. Hello. Hello, thank you so much. Um, slightly inaccurate, I've never broken any bones, neither mine nor my opponents. <laughs> I just want to make sure that um, everybody everybody knows I'm safe in the ring. That's quite an achievement. <laughs> Other than that, thank you for the lovely introduction. Okay. I, I do try on that one. And uh, also, Abby, the goth. I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Abby. She's also well, here. I'm also here. So, uh, Katrina, brief history of you, the elevator pitch of your life, so to speak. Oh, okay. So I was... I grew up in Germany. I was born and grew up in Germany. My parents are English, so I'm actually British. Uh, I moved to England when I was 18 to study film and drama at university. Then I moved to London, uh, to the big city, to become a star. <laughs> and I, um, I found professional wrestling, which is where I met you, Dean, incidentally. Um, at Hammerlock UK. I trained for a few years, uh, did some shows, then I got um signed by wwe i came over to the states i worked with them for a few years then they fired me yes. <laughs> then i worked for impact and a ton of other independent promotions and at the same time i moved out to la to do uh, more film stuff so that's where i am now with my three cats <gasps> what you cast oh there's a cat <gasps> perfect timing now amazing yes. What are your cats called? I need names. This is Zoe. She's Mama Cat. And then Aww. her two daughters are Harley and Rogue. Aww. Quick, and if you love cats, I'll tell you the story real quick. Then you can edit it out if it's too long. Um, <laughs> I the story had at the start another... of the show, yes. We'll keep you No worry. <laughs> I had another cat that unfortunately passed away a couple of weeks ago. Um, Pixie, R.I.P. I had her and I was determined not to take in any more cats um but zoe was running around outside she was a stray and i saw her and i was determined not to take her in i said i'm sorry pixie doesn't like any other cats i'm not taking you in then i discovered she was pregnant so i did take her in and then she had six beautiful kittens and they were called harley quinn rogue storm lex and milo and then Four of them got adopted, and I kept two because I fell in love with them. We're all we're all cat people here. Dude, I love the picture of my cat's life. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to show you my. This is this is normal. Oh, a brilliant photo. <laughs> I always manage to catch him when he's mid yawn, so I get a progression of hmm ha ha like that. It's great. Yeah. It's outstanding. But yeah, he's a he's a grumpy old man. He's 11 years old. Oh. No wait, he's 12 this year. Oh, he's so old. <laughs> Pixie made it to, she was either 15 or 16, I didn't oh, get wow. it, so she was pretty. Yeah. Good age, wow. Lost with the cat talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So have you ever done like an old school shoot interview or a podcast where you've described your entire backstory of wrestling, like been in depth on that? Yes. I did one for Rob Feinstein. Uh, what was it called? I can't remember. Well, the RF video shoot videos. Yeah. I, but I mean, if you say old school shoot interview, I made it very clear at that moment and also any other podcast or interview that I've done that I, I don't dish the dirt on people as it were, or I don't like, I don't, you know, I don't like to talk behind people's, well, it's not behind people's backs, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm just saying like more I don't um, personal likes or dislikes or problems or anything like that. Yeah. I just, you know, strictly keep it to sort of either my progression career-wise or artistic opinions stuff like that yeah that's cool i mean more like um you can direct people to it if they want to know more about everything in the wrestling thing because don't think we're doing too much wrestling on this because your specialist subjects are quite specialist right and not very wrestling related (laughs) (laughs) it was the best i could think (laughs) yeah i'll I'll jump into one jody aries um explain yourself on that one jody aries I mean, I, I think I speak for um, quite a large percentage of the <laughs> of the women population that are obsessed with other women that kill their men. Yep. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so um, which Great. obviously we all know snapped, right? So, oh I've yeah, probably I seen so much. <laughs> most episodes. And Jodie Ayres is just a particularly fascinating mm. case of you know a woman snapping. And we all get to live vicariously through her. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, go back to the wrestling. Uh, do you keep a, an eye on stuff these days or is it kind of... I don't, to be honest. Um, I see what I see on Twitter and that's it. Pretty much all I do these days. Yeah. I have a Twitter. I do not use it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I used to be more active. On... I'm not very active on social media in general. Mm. I was trying to force myself to be a bit more, you know, like keep myself relevant. But <laughs> it definitely needs to do with the um, film stuff you've got going on at the moment. Uh, yeah, so I'm getting ready to shoot a short film called Dead Man's Hand, which I just um, I ran an Indiego- Indiegogo campaign for. Oh, wow. You support it. Thank you, Dean, very much. Um, and so that's where we're moving into production. It's going to be shot next in about a month's time. Um, after that, I, I shot a concept trailer last year for a feature film that I want to make. So I'm going to hope to use these two elements um, of things to entice people to help me make my feature. This is probably going to go out in a month's time. So whereabouts would you be? I think it's about mid-March this show will go out. So whereabouts would you be in the process? No, almost get it almost ready to shoot it's going to be one shoot day so it's super efficient but it's, uh, yes yes very efficient <laughs> and a lot of post-production big question we ask on this show what's your favorite type of apocalyptic event my favorite type um oh, favorite like years fav- favorite if the world was going to end which way would you like it to go Okay, so that's tough because obviously, like, say, for example, if it was like an earthquake or something, I wouldn't want to fall into a crack. Is this, should we say, um, in this apocalyptic, apocalyptic event, am I getting away unscathed or do I have to, you know, World ending. Sorry? World, world ending, oh, like world meteor ending, or I'm not going to be, I'm not going to survive as the last person. 
I'm actually going to die as well. A lot of people have chosen nuclear war as their favorite and always assume they're going to survive afterwards. I think I would probably say an asteroid crashing into the Earth. That's a good choice. Actually, like in don't, I think in like in don't look up, I think that's not a, that's not a terrible solution for the world's problem. <laughs> I've not actually seen it, that yet. But at least, been... but at least then everybody's gone and I won't have, you know, FOMO. There we go. <laughs> and I did once, uh, I did once dream about, like I saw some tornadoes. Ooh. I don't know if there could be big enough tornadoes to wait for about the entire earth, but it was really spectacular to, to watch. Mm. It's all kinds of lightning and purple, wow. you know, tornadoes and stuff. So nice. you get big enough tornadoes, several of them. Yeah. Bound to be a film about, made about that soon. Roland like Emmerich's probably writing the script as, it's, as we speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got many worse than Moonfall. I haven't. I didn't even think uh, of that. What moonfall was to where the moon is crashing into the earth, apparently. Like, and obviously all the oceans are just going to go bananas. Mm. I know science. <laughs> I don't think the moon could crash into the earth because not... of the gravity field. Mm. Yeah, that's not what Hollywood's telling us, though. They would have to stop spinning. And they, they would wouldn't lie. To be... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Okay. Ek. Yeah, sorry, that, that sorry means something. We'll learn what it means after this break. Abby, do you want to get your plugs in? <laughs> I'll do. It's I'll Abby Stabby you here. You, what? I like putting you on the spot. What, do you want me one. to? Do you want me to? Talk, do you, no, you carry on. Go for it. Plugs. Okay. Yes. Not going to speak anymore. Plugs. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Yes, you pal Abby Stabby here, the local starving artist uh, rinsed by the tax man. If you'd like to help me get out of my my tax hole, um, please watch me on Twitch over at Abby Stabby Art. Buy some artwork over at Abby Stabby Art on Facebook or Abby Stabby on Instagram. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming slash has passed. Um, buy some forgiveness gifts for your other half if you've screwed it up. Yeah, G- please. Money now. <laughs> me sick. <laughs> I hate when you do that. <laughs> Fantastic adverts. Thanks. Thanks. That's good. So the siren you heard is the automated alarm system for impending world-ending disasters. It seems there's a huge comet on collision course of the planet Earth. Top astronomers were too busy trying to find intelligent life on other planets and playing with their remote control cars on Mars to notice it, though. Our world leaders have already met as the news came during the World Summit on Climate Change and they unanimously decided the President of France should deliver the bad news. He does so with grace and dignity. Unfortunately, he didn't notice the other world leaders behind him had started to have a punch-up, so his speech was mostly ignored by the press and viewing public. He said something about there being 30 minutes till impact, then realised what was going on behind him and lays out Boris Johnson with a donkey punch. As the press conference descends into total anarchy, you're beamed aboard a vessel and a voice booms from the speakers. All right, I'm the Red Knight, um, and I'm an immortal celestial being that has been orbiting your planet for the past five minutes. Uh, I literally just took over from the Black Knight, who usually does this job, uh, but he's booked a holiday for this millennia, so I'm covering. So uh, this is usually a spiel I need to go through, but I do things a little bit differently. Uh, first up, uh, do, you, do you want the standard ship to escape the planet Earth or the fancy ship? Because the fancy ship bit better the standard ones like just gray and there's other bits of gray on it 
and the fancy ships like cobalt blue with two white stripes running down the middle of it. It's a bit faster. Why wouldn't I want the fancy one? You would have to give up one of your items though. Oh, I want the standard one. But with the fancy ship, you also get a melee weapon of choice. <laughs> and lasers. <laughs> you want me to take this fancy one? It's, it's there if you want it. It's, it's tempting you. It's you have to give up one of your items. Okay, I'll take the fancy one. Can I, can I make it like a fuchsia color? Fuchsia? <laughs> you can do that, yes, fuchsia. Nice. But only five items going with you? Uh, no, yes. Okay. Okay, so both ships come with standard internal fittings. You know, a stasis bed to reverse age you while you sleep. Handy for long periods of space travel. Hmm. Food supplements and water provided, but are both as plain and dull as the colour beige. Hmm. Uh, you also get a bunch of sludge, which you can mould into human clones when you feel, feel like it. Uh, on the sporty model, you only have enough for 15 clones. Standard ship, you get 20, but you, you might get like 17 clones if you make them all under five foot. <laughs> So as it's and you get five items to take with you. Um, oh. Let us know what you want. You can take anything at all from the planet Earth apart from other humans. What about magical creatures? I think that should be allowed. Not been asked on before. That is, yeah, go for it. I have a few questions. I have a few questions. <laughs> you have questions. Have. You're going to pull out a notepad. Yes. Well, for example, like if I wanted to take my cats, would that be one item? If it was like a cat family? Um, you can take all the cats in the world if you want. But that would just be one item. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'll take my cats. See, I'm asking about the mystical creature because I was going to take a Pegasus. Oh. But if I have a, if I have a spaceship, then maybe that's okay. Mm. To just uh, to not have it. I mean. Okay. So then I'll lose the Pegasus. Um. You also get I'll all the have... items with it. So with the cats, you get like all the litter with it, and yeah. right. Okay. Nice. Um, I'll have pen and paper. Pen and paper. Okay. Um, a never-ending chocolate fountain. <laughs> never-ending chocolate fountain. I love that idea. <laughs> Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Oh, no, no, milk chocolate. Uh, my iPhone and the book American Psycho. Ooh. So cats, pen and paper. Obviously, an infinite roll of pen and paper, or infinite roll of paper, never-ending pen. Do you want a fancy pen or just a Bic? Just a Bic, please. Sensible. A fancy pen, there's all kinds of, with the, you have to write a certain way. Mm. A Bic is much better to... You don't want one of those ones with the four colours and you click each one down? Mm. Yeah, I'll take one of those, please. Oh, yes. They're the best. I've got one. I've got one right here. Because then I can write. Oh well. <laughs> then I can write or draw. Cool. Never-ending fountain. Milk chocolate. An iPhone, and American Psycho. Pretty yes. and Ellis. What would have been the sixth item? Was that, that been the Pegasus? Yes. Um, Maybe I'll find one on one of the other planets. <laughs> that's very likely. Tiny bit of uh, formality to go through quickly. Uh, yeah. Just need to enter your name in. Cat. And what do you want to call your ship? Pegasus. <laughs> yeah. It's a much cooler name than <laughs> And you've got an onboard computer. It's got like a holographic projection, so it looks like someone. And you can make it sound like someone. So oh. who would motivate you? 
So looks and sounds, you can have the same person or a mix of the two. Oh, hmm. Last we've had Matt Berry. Someone chose Cindy Crawford with the voice of Peter Kay, which was interesting. Who the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, these are, these are difficult decisions um, to motivate me. Now, I really like listening to Jim Rohn. So maybe Jim Rohn's voice. Jim Rowan. Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N. He was uh, Tony Robbins' mentor. So you look and sound like him, or? Um, I sound like, oh, they should look like. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> He does the best English accent on the planet. Well, he's going to speak like Jim Rhodes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that won't matter. Finalise your choices. Press enter. Yes. Unfortunately, the, the Black Knight system we've got in place here, uh, it, it's kind of weird. You have to actually play games to get what you want. Oh. So in order to get them, you have to play a game. Um, each correct answer of one of these questions gets you an item. Incorrect answers, you um, lose an item. You have to sacrifice one of them. Oh, my goodness. I'm afraid. First question. Yes. Uh, your first specialist subject we scanned you for and found out you <laughs> have a specialist thing is, is a classical literature. Yes. Okay, so it's multi-parts. I'm going to give you eight book names, and you have to tell me the author of the book. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I hope you did it simple ones. <laughs> Five correct answers gets you an item. Anything after oh. that get you extra answers on further questions okay so if you get all eight you get three bonus answers on there the next questions so first name the book is tess of the dervabils oh i should know this one this is the easy one as well some um i'm allowed <laughs> abby has known to be miming stuff to help out I, I, I'm not going to subject you to that. It's really not helpful. Even screaming the answer in word form at Aisha did not help. <laughs> when, you, when you say it, I'm going to go like, oh my God, this is easy. It's a dude. It's like, uh, it's a guy, right? It's like Thomas something. <laughs> Halfway there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't think I should cheat. So let's just say I don't know. Nevit or something. No, what is the... What? It's Thomas Hardy. Thomas Hardy. I should know that because I like Tom Hardy, the actor. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah he's good <laughs> Next book, To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> okay, I should definitely know this as well. Oh, wait, I do know this one. Something with... <laughs> I do know this one. S. Um, how... how, how uh, uh... Some, something with ST. No. Mm. Okay. I don't even know how I would. Like, uh... <laughs> I'm blank, Dean. <laughs> something Harper. What? What? Somebody. <laughs> what goes with Harper? I don't know. I was going to say like Stan or something, but it's not that clearly. No. Please tell no. me. Okay. Harper Lee. Harper Lee. Next book. Next Easy one, please. <laughs> Yeah, go on, be nice. The most special subject. <laughs> In cold blood. Um, Capone, but not Al Capone. 
Um. Uh, um, can I give a can I give a clue? Once I remember the actor's name, I can let you know. Um, I've seen the movie too. That's the that's yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. I can't remember the actor's name. Philip Seymour Hoffman was in the movie. Yes. It's something like Capone, but it's not Capone. Mm. Obviously, because of Dean's face. <laughs> like some of these names that you I can't even think of what I could do as like a a visual clue or anything. It's it's really awkward. Well, I could just Google it since we're just doing audio only, but I don't think that would be <laughs> I feel like that would be cheating. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna give up on that one? Yes. The pony's close. Yeah. Truman Capote. Yeah. Truman Capote. There we are. Next book. Moby Dick. Okay, so obviously I know this one. <laughs> uh, Jules Bird. <laughs> no. Uh, the other one. <laughs> me, teacher, me. <laughs> <laughs> Want to phone a friend? Yes. Abby, you're you're on the call. <laughs> hello, hello. Yes. Hello. What's the question? <laughs> Who wrote Moby Dick? Herman Melville. Oh yes. <laughs> I think we all should have that as an option in the next round. <laughs> Herman Melville. Yay. Hey. I uh, I found out there's a bit of that book where um. Herman Melville writes a rap about a uh, whale skeleton at a place near where I live called, um, I think it's Broom Hall or something like that. But anyway, it's, it's mentioned like in the book and you can actually go see the whale skeleton that's talked about in the book because it's still there. It's pretty cool. Burton Constable, that's it. Yeah. Big whale skeleton. They had to move it because people kept chipping bits off for a souvenir. Oh, no. Mm. Very nice. No, it's not. <laughs> Bloody people. <laughs> Next book, Anna Karina. Okay, uh, Tolstoy. Yay. Yay. Finally. <laughs> Les Miserables. Okay, I'm trying to think if it's the same guy as. Uh... Again, it's one of those names where I can't really do a visual clue for it because it's really awkward. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Not Gaston thingy. Mm. You wrote no, you wrote Phantom of the Opera. That's a different one, right? Abby, do you know? Okay, so I'm probably getting like two authors conflated with each other, but it is it didn't he write either write he either wrote Phantom of the Opera as well or he wrote Hunchback of Notre Dame as well. Is it that same author? I don't know, because I have Gaston LaRue in my head, but that's clearly oh, something. Yeah, um... I think that's Phantom of the Opera. I think I... Lemon's Robot Loablo was mm. something with something with J and a V. No. B, B. <laughs> Vernon, <laughs> Vernal. <laughs> I don't know. Tell me. Victor Hugo. Oh, yes. I know you wrote one of the other famous books. I just can't remember which one. That's four incorrect answers. I'm afraid you, you've lost an oh, item there. No. Oh, no. The other books there were Brave New World and Brideshead Revisited. Well, Brave New World is obviously Alice Huxley. Go on. Brideshead Revisited. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, my mum will know that one. Uh, it's an English one, for sure. Mm. Mm. Evelyn Moore. I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have got that one. It's like the Penguin Classics top 30 books I got these from, and I'm like, oh, I've read one of these. <laughs> really uneducated. I've only read Oscar Wilde, <laughs> Jane Austen, Tolstoy, just the yes, you mm. <laughs> I read 300 pages of War and Peace and then put it down for a bit because it's 
it's much it's like reading the phone book yeah loads I of like names. well yeah i only read half of it because i like the peace bits but i don't like the war parts mm. i like boring to me yeah okay so you've lost an item i'm afraid oh, i'm doing terribly aren't i mm. you do have a spare though because you have got six questions you're only taking five things so you can write that one off if you want like as in, i'm like it's the even right now you okay, sacrificed so. one item already so you got no bonus right 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 got it okay these though okay okay next one questions about a famous professional wrestler and oh. movie star oh kevin nash <laughs> this is this is not my area of expertise at all you're on your own here <laughs> No, someone has a first with Big Daddy call. <laughs> but, I hope you're not going to ask me any dates. <laughs> it's not going to work out well for me. I can't, I can't okay. do numbers. It's it's a well-established fact here on the on the show. I couldn't remember what I had a brain fart last time, and I couldn't remember what a quarter of a hundred was. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, known by many names over the years prior to becoming Big Daddy Cool, most yes. infamously as the classical literature-themed character of Oz in 1991, mm. WCW. Before that, though, he sported an orange mohawk and wrestled as Steel in a Road Warriors-esque tag team. What was that Road Warrior-esque tag team called, though? I have no idea. <laughs> you ever I, seen the Mad Max films at all? I saw, yes, I saw one. Is it Number called one. Thunderdome? Is this tag team called Thunderdome? It's close to that. Hmm. I might know this I'm, one. Ooh. It wouldn't make any sense if it did. I didn't research him this far back, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have any other questions about that era, <laughs> I won't know them. It is Mad Max 3 related in the Thunderdome. Mad Max 3? Yes, Mad Max 3 I related. For the original and the one with uh, Charlize Theron. Mm, the good ones. Number three was terrible. They were called the Master Blasters. Oh, I would never. Have okay, that. that's not what I had in mind. <laughs> Sadly, more wrestling-related questions. Well, they're still Kevin Nash-related. Okay. So he held six world titles in his career: five WCW, one WWF. Um, how many times did he main event WrestleMania? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I would say at least once. It was actually zero. Never actually made zero. Yeah. What about that time when the NWO did a run-in? Was that not the main event? No, it wasn't the main event when him and Shawn Michaels had the match and they had Pamela Anderson and Jenny McCarthy come out with them. That was the pre-main event, the main event mm -hmm. of WrestleMania 11. How about that one um, a few years ago? It was a different two people wrestling and then all of the or was it DX that came out? Wasn't that DX and NWO came out and crawled around the ring? In the main event? I'm making this up. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. I can't remember the recent ones. But, it yeah, might not have been the main event. It probably wasn't the main event. So him versus Shawn Michaels for the world title wasn't the main event of WrestleMania 11, even though it should have been. What should was the main event of the WrestleMania 11? Um, I don't know. The Undertaker. Lawrence Taylor versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Is that, are you serious? Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay, good. <laughs> You're doing well so far. <laughs> I know. 
Did I, did I mention I'm not good at trivia? <laughs> okay, so you've actually lost two items now. So you have to sacrifice two oh, of your no. items. So you have cats, pen and paper, never-ending chocolate fountain, an iPhone, and American Psycho. I guess I'll have to sacrifice American Psycho. And the other thing you're sacrificing? Two things. Why two things? The two questions wrong. Oh, uh, I give up my chocolate fountain. Oh. Fourth question. This is about cats. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) What's the weirdest cat fact you know then? The weirdest cat. Yeah, weirdest cat fact. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's weird. Um, for example, I know that about 80% of all orange cats are male and almost all calicos are female. Does that count as a weird cat fact? That's a weird cat fact. That counts. What do, you, what do you know? I feel like you're about to. Can, can I say one? Or... Yes. So Ernest Hemingway, the author, was gifted a cat with thumbs by a friend like way, way back in the day, and he forgot oh. to, or didn't bother to get it muted. So now abundance of cat in this specific area where he used to live that all have thumbs. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, because one of the kittens in my cat's litter when we got him had thumbs, and we were going to get that as well and call it Hemingway. <laughs> but oh, someone cool. had already called dibs on it, so we that's have Norman. <laughs> I had a cat once with little extra fidgets. <gasps> Oh, you saw a cat with eight toes once. I think it was eight toes on both front, uh, seven on one back leg and five on the other one. And it had zero balance at all. Oh, yeah. It could not jump oh up on God. anything. It was just constantly all over the place. Oh, mine had like six and seven, but it had. And then also when it has extra digits, you have to be careful because sometimes the claws will yeah. grow back into themselves. Mm. You have to get them trimmed. So yeah, domesticated cats have been around since the year 3600 BCE. Wow. Yeah, another cat who was around for a while was a cat called Cream Puff. Hmm. The oldest cat in the world was called Cream Puff, and he was born in 1967. But what year did he die? Oh, okay. I was thinking of a different Multiple one. choice. 1997, year 2000, 2005, or 2010. What? So no. Born in 1967. Which year uh, did he die? Um, I'm going to say... I'm Googling this. <laughs> 2000. 2005. <laughs> Correct. Wait, so how old was it? <laughs> Cream Puff lived to the grand old age of 38. Wow. What? <laughs> It's impossible. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I have a friend who had a cat that was, like, 20-something, but that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Yep, 1967, 2005. You're a very well-kept cat. Yeah. Yep, so that gets you an item to take. You've got your cats, pen and paper, or your iPhone. It's going to be the cats, isn't it? Oh, yes, uh, yes, it's the cats. It's always the cats. Yes. Okay, so Jody Ayres. Yes. Special subject. <laughs> Okay, so it might be a gold star awarded for someone, anyone listening who's not expecting a gruesome murder described. Uh, but can you tell me what exact wounds were inflicted on Travis Alexander during Jodie Eris's attack? 
uh, say probably about, I can't remember the exact number, but 17 is sticking in my head. So a lot of stab wounds around that many and his throat was slit and he was shot in the head. Multiple stab wounds, slit throat and a gunshot wound to the head. Yes. Inflicted after he was dead, apparently. Yes. Measure. Okay, so that gets you another item. You have pen and paper or your iPhone. Um, I think I'll take I think my iPhone is more practical because then I can still write and take photographs or videos of my cats. And your next specialist subject you gave us, which Elizabeth Holm. Yeah, we generally get comics, video games, and a bit of music on this one. So this one's a bit of a specialist one. So um, can you can you give us the elevator pitch for Elizabeth Holm? Anyone not aware of this story? Okay, so, well, she dropped out of Stanton, and she was determined to um, build her own company. She thought of herself as a bit of an inventor, going as far as inventing a time machine at the young age of 10 years old. Anyways, uh, fast forward, she was, um, I think she was 19 and she raised hundreds of millions of dollars for some um, older, rich gentlemen, um, and then started the company Theranos, which was going to create a way to, for people to do blood tests, complicated you know, blood tests at home. Mm. using only a finger prick and a tiny little drop of blood instead of, you know, vials of blood. And um, fast forward several years later, well, the technology didn't really work, but feeling the pressure of her, you know, investors and wanting to, you know, start making money, et cetera, et cetera. Um, she did lie to the people and say that it worked better than it worked. And eventually the company imploded upon itself and she is now probably going to jail. That's an interesting story. Mm -hmm. So the company of name is Theranos. It's a portmanteau of which two words? Therapy and diagnosis. No. Yes. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Gwinji, your pen and paper. I get pen and paper. Yeah, yep, pen and paper, and yeah, <laughs> your fancy four-color bic. Thank, thank goodness. <laughs> you got your cats, your pen and paper, your fancy color, four-color bic, and your iPhone. And as always, you'll find out what that means after this break. Not doing another one. <laughs> do it, Abby. Do it. <laughs> okay, Kat, it's your turn to do your plugs. Where can we find you online and all oh. your information? Okay, so um, my social media in general, everything is Katarina's Infamy because I am infamous. Uh, so that's Twitter and Instagram. And then I have a page on Facebook, which doesn't do much with its life. Yeah, and that's pretty much it so follow me find out what i'm doing and uh, say hi guys so that little dun 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 script scene um theme thingy majiggy means i'm gonna roll a dice and something's gonna happen on the ship you have oh. six things some are good some not so good oh dear 
uh, Red Knight, the guy likes you, and he, he built a new cargo bay for you. So you can take one more item. Oh, yay. But it can't be anything you've previously asked for. So anything you've previously asked for that's been sacrificed, you can't take, but you can take one more thing. Can it be the actual Pegasus? <laughs> it can be the Pegasus. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. So you're about to set off on your journey uh, before you leave Earth and before it gets destroyed. Obviously, being destroyed by meteor. Something like that. Yes. Something like that. <laughs> it was going to end. But they're going to open up all the speakers on planet Earth and they're going to allow you to play one song to see the planet off. I need to give a little speech to say goodbye. So which song are you choosing for? I think I'm going to choose, I don't know why, but it just popped into my head, so I'm going to choose it. I'm going to choose Hallowed Land by Paradise Lost. Yes. <laughs> You're my kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say I need to do a speech? Yep, little speech. Say goodbye to the world. I would say, world, you were beautiful, but unfortunately, we messed it up. <laughs> so uh, goodbye, and perhaps um, now that I now that I'm unique from my planet, as is Lobo from his planet, Shania, perhaps we shall meet in Starcross Space Heaven. And uh, we'll come back to visit and see what this uh, Earth has become. Bye for now. Bye. Banger. <laughs>
same weekend, I, I took a shit in a Jackson's carrier bag because I couldn't handle the queue for the toilets. Anyway, I miss festivals. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Memories that last a life.